Ring, ring. 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 Ring. Nope, she's not answering. From Easy A to Zombieland Z, this is Can We Get Emma Stone to Listen to This, the podcast that aims to answer exactly that same question. No, it's not a sex thing, it's a challenge thing. When the people on Fear Factor had to eat worms, they didn't do it because they wanted to fuck the worms, they did it for the love of the game. I am TV's Kevin Lanigan, your intrepid host, coming at you live from my soundproof blanket fort in the heart of Queens, New York City. It's a rainy Saturday night, and this is how I spend it, because I am exceptionally cool. Welcome back to another episode of Can We Get Emma Stone to Listen to This? You have now entered the Stone Zone. To get something out of the way right up top, um, not a ton of movement on the Emma Stone front. Not a lot going on there. Have received no calls from Emma Stone. The line is open if Miss Emma Stone decides to call in, but as of yet, she is not. I've received no email. I've received no video of Emma Stone listening to this show, which, you know, I'm not gonna be disheartened by it. T- to assume that it would happen this early is hubris given human form. Is hubris with legs walking around, talking to your girlfriend being really weird about it okay that's what that was we're in the early goings yet we were never gonna get emma stone this early when you go fishing you don't catch nessie on the first cast idiot no we're playing the long game here this is this is some long-term deep sea fishing that we're doing here is it insulting to use a fishing metaphor when talking about miss emma stone is this in any way sexist? Because I don't, again, there's a, I'm already walking a kind of weird line here, and I need to make sure that I stay on the correct side of it, and hold on, Karen? Karen, is it cool what I'm doing? Is this like, like I know somebody's gonna be mad about it, but like, am I, should I feel worried about that? Is it like a like a Great Wall kind of situation where everybody called whitewashing even though the movie is about like Matt Damon submitting to the might of the Chinese? That's like the point of that movie and nobody actually saw it before like casting aspersions on it. And even though I'm on the side of cultural sensitivity, like sometimes it makes us look like an idiot if we like call out a movie before we've even seen it, no? What's that, Karen? Slacktivism? Writing like a salon article isn't like the ult- the epitome? Karen says I'm fine. Karen says I'm all good here, um, which makes me exceptionally happy because, uh, well, I was worried there for a second. Yes, so our phone lines sitting open, waiting for Miss Emma Stone to call and let us know that she's listening. As uh, as uh, some of our audience may not be aware, um, this episode is being broadcast live on my GeoCities website. And who knows, maybe, maybe Emma was wanting to bathe in some nostalgia, so she's scoping out the old GeoCities website. 
Uh, I've updated my LinkedIn profile with this podcast um, and all the skills that come with that. Um, I, I said I have a good PR attitude, a good head for public relations. I think so. I think so. Celebrity management. Yeah, I've added on there. And if anybody wants to endorse me, head on over to LinkedIn. Look up your friend. TV's Kevin Lanigan. So I've made a lot of a lot of strides in my effort to to try and contact uh, Miss Emma Stone, which again, as far as I know, she is just as close to listening to this podcast now as she was before it existed. However, um, I've 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 made some legs, I've made some contacts. You'd be surprised what happens if you grease the right palms. You know, if you go around kissing the correct babies, you can really make it far in this country. Um, and I have so- I've befriended someone who is close. Close to Miss Emma Stone, sort of in her inner sanctum, uh, which, uh, which I think this is really, this is the linchpin. This is the, this is the big kick at the football game. This is the, the, the Holocaust in this film that is going to take it to the Academy Gold. We, I, I have my inroad. See, I was uh, hanging out in the uh, cultural metropolis of New York City, the greatest city in the world, on a Saturday night. And again, I am spending it inside a blanket fort talking to you. And um, I made a friend, a powerful ally. And you know what they say, the ally of my goal is a good segment on a podcast. That's an old phrase. I think Sun Tzu used that in his book, The Art of War, slash how to get Emma Stone to listen to your show. And um, I have befriended, let me backtrack this a little bit further. There's nothing bigger right now than the superhero film. I mean, you can't go anywhere without seeing people in crazy costumes beating up bad guys. And boy, do I wish sometimes when I meet a bad guy that I could just throw on a super suit and beat him up. Ooh, some of that sweet vigilante justice would serve me very well very often, but for now, we will press on. I've met a superhero. Audience, I've met one of these fabled men and women of legend that can assist me in my acquisition of the eardrums of Miss Emma Stone, not in a creepy serial killer sort of way, just that my vocal fry will grace her subtle eardrums. I, as a resident of New York City, the greatest city in the world, I have befriended Spider-Man. More accurately, the actor Andrew Garfield, co-star of The Amazing Spider-Man and its sequel, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, with, you guessed it, Miss Emma Stone. Sometimes, sometimes I had amazed myself too. I was um riding the public bus transferring from the B-52 to the B-44, and who was standing on that particular corner of Bedford Stuyvesant divescent Brooklyn than the one Mr. Andrew Garfield and when I saw him when his lipid brown eye pools I assume they're brown caught mine own brilliant blue eye pools I knew this was a match made in heaven that I had to meet and befriend and get the allyship and loyalty of Mr. Andrew Garfield and he put me through the physical ringer he seemed very okay with me earning over his loyalty but I had to work for it I have never done more pull-ups in my entire life. But the Garfield wants what he wants. So I cooked the Garfield some lasagna. Andrew Garfield loves lasagna. He hates 
Mondays, and um, he did not like that I brought my dog, Odie, or my small cat, Nermal, or that indeed my real name is John and not TV's Kevin Lanigan. That is my stage name. He was not happy with any of those facts. And um, we hung out for an entire day, and five times throughout this day, he would point himself towards the house of Jim Davis, and he would pray five times to his god, Jim Davis, his creator. But I have earned the allyship of Andrew Garfield, and um, I've recorded one of our conversations just for all of you so that, so that you can hear the, the rigmarole that we have rolled. Uh, Emma, if you are listening to this, Miss Emma Stone, sorry, I don't want to talk to all Emmas, no offense to all Emmas. I like some of you. I'm really after just the one. And I would appreciate if when I said Emma, you just kind of knew that I wasn't talking about you. That's kind of a baseline understanding that me and all Emmas are going to have to have if this podcast is going to keep going. But anyway, Miss Emma Stone, if you are listening, please stop doing that. I know that it seems weird that I would tell you to do that because the entire point of this podcast is to get you to listen. Also, why haven't you called me yet? You're listening to it right now. I don't really need you to listen to it beginning to end. Just kind of get a taste for it. Like enough of a taste to be like, yeah, I would watch another one of these or eh, it's not for me. That's when you can call me when you've made that qualitative decision. But up until that point, if you've reached this juncture in the episode and are somehow still listening, thank you. However, I need you to stop. I need you to hit that hit that little 15-second button on your podcast player. That'll jump you forward in time. Do that until you, like, for a while. You're going to hear, in a minute, you're going to hear, like, intermittent little, little chunks of me and Andrew Garfield talking. I need you, like, as soon as that is over, then you can start listening again. But you know, I need you to go through all of it. I'm not going to put a timestamp to make it easier on you. I'm not even going to let you listen to that segment. I need you to skip over it because the conversation that you're about to hear is very personal and you're not going to want to, it's not going to be good for you. So thank you. Appreciate your time. I appreciate all the effort that you are putting into this podcast. Now see you on the flip side, Emma. The rest of the listening audience, Emma's gone now. Goodbye, Emma. Here's my conversation with Mr. Andrew Garfield. Hey, Arfie Garfie, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, oh, sure, man. No, absolutely you can. We're, we're best friends now, you and all. You can tell me anything. Okay, cool, cool. Um, because I know that, that you and I have gotten kind of close over this, over this bagel brunch. Yeah, man, it's honestly in, in like my top five branches of all time. Like, seriously, if I was going to rank them, and I do, and I will, certainly in the top tenth percentile. Okay, well that's, I mean, <laughs> thank you. Um, how do I get closer to Emma Stone. What are you talking about? How do I? I... Do you know what... Do you know what podcasts are? No, I don't. Um, well, it's... They're kind of hard to explain. They're like radio, but they're they're saved, and you get them from the place you get music, but you can't download it the same way you download music, and it's like a different app on your phone, and, and it's it's impossible to explain to old people. It sounds really complicated. Why do you... What are these two... You know, you got these two dangly bits. Are they gonna come together? Yes. Um, so I have this show called 
can we get Emma Stone to listen to this? And the main goal of the show is to get Emma Stone to listen to this, right? Now, that sounds pretty pretty self-explanatory. Well, you were in those Spider-Man films with her. How do I... How does one get Emma Stone to listen to this? Well, um, this is a very uncomfortable question, um, for me, because you, you're talking about my ex-girlfriend. Oh, I, my God, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I legitimately didn't know when when I set up this premise. I... <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. Um, you know, Emma, she's a tricky salt. You, you never can sort out exactly what she's gonna do. And when, when you think that she's gonna zig, that's precisely when she zags, right? Yeah, no, I'm getting that sense. So what you're gonna want, do you have access to, like, the the collected works of blues traveler like the like the like the rock out like the 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 music guys the music guys she loves them listens to them on a loop if you can get blues traveler or moody blues or the blue man group that's how you're gonna get emma stone to listen to something she loves that i mean it is on a loop when we would go on road trips it was just i mean blue after blue after blue she called it her three blues three colors blue oh okay she called it three colors blue, like the like the film. No, what are you, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? Never mind, never mind. Again, it's, it's too complicated to explain. Okay, say just for instance that I don't have access to the collected works of the Moody Blues and I can't slip in an episode of my podcast into one of their albums. Say that that's impossible. Okay, but that would, again, that's your best bet. I understand that, but I... I don't have it. Okay, no, I get it. You don't have it. Might I make a counter-suggestion to my own off? Sure, I mean, that's not really how, how debates... Sure, go ahead. Okay. Have you ever tried using an imaginary... Have I ever... <clears throat> An Imaginarium? Yeah, yeah, like in my uh, film, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, everyone's favourite Andrew Garfield performance. No, I can't. Can't say that I have. See, that's your ticket to the top. See, when we were making The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, my boy, Paul one out, Heath Ledger, died during production of that film, and it remained uncompleted, so what they did was, every time Heath Ledger entered the Imaginarium, he would transform into a different actor. He was Johnny Depp, he was Jude Law, he was Colin Farrell. No, okay, yeah, no, I, I, I watched that like six, seven years ago? Well, I saw the film, and I was like, that's brilliant, that's so great, why don't I make one of those? I could use that. And so I, I talked to the props team, and they made me they they made you an imaginarium precisely precisely when i step through that porthole i can be anyone i want to i could you know sometimes i'll step through and i'm daniel radcliffe and i'm like oh i'm daniel radcliffe now sometimes i step through and i'm christian bale and it's like look at me look at me i'm christian bale do you get what i'm going for here yeah no i'm i'm on i'm on board you just have this you just have this. No, no, sitting me back here. Yeah, why don't you? You can come visit me. Holiday 2017. December 2017. And when you do that, I'll hook you up with me Imaginarium. And you'll be able to transform into the celebrity of your dreams that you believe will get you closer to getting Emma Stone to listen to this. If I might make a suggestion already, I would suggest turning into a member of Blues Traveler. But if you can't do that, then this is your second best option. Thank, thank you, Arfi Garfi. Hey, one last thing. Yeah. Thanks.
Hi, Kevin. Yeah, thanks. Wasn't that a fun conversation with Mr. Andrew Garfield? I do so appreciate that he gave me his time, that he helped me work on my upper body, my core strength, which as a Spider-Man, he would know all about. He also taught me how to shoot web out of my ass, which seemed handy. Like I might need that at some point in the future. If this were a film, and I learned that you, you, a clever, keen audience member, would know that I would then use that ass web later on in the production. But until such point, it's kind of just a thing that I know how to do in my day-to-day doesn't help a whole lot doesn't help a whole lot at my day job at 7-eleven doesn't help a whole lot when I'm stuck on the metro you'd think that I could use that to like swing from building to building but honestly unless you're in Manhattan Spider-Man's web is not gonna do you a whole lot of fucking good like at most places on earth being Spider-Man is not an advantageous superhero to be you're gonna be doing a lot of walking Spider-Man because most buildings are not like swingable web height even in the part of New York that I live in which is sort of like a working class neighborhood that like you're not there's no good swinging territory here bud and I live in Queens that's where you're from Spider-Man if you're in Queens and you get like the spider signal goes up in the sky or like your little weird sixth sense thing goes off in your back when the little alarm you have uh, that tells you when Sixth Sense is playing on television goes off um, and you need to get to Manhattan to watch it on like the best screen possible to hang out outside of somebody, some rich guy's window peering in to and watch a muted version of the Sixth Sense on this guy's television. Um, yeah, when you do that in Queens, do you just run? Because you, you can't swing. There's nothing to swing on. Even like the, the elevated train is not that elevated. Do you run until you get across the bridge? into Manhattan where the big buildings are and then you swing because that's that seems counterproductive is that why you had that weird spider car for a while because I made fun of you for it because you're spider-man and you had a weird spider car but now I get it and I'm sorry I gave you all that shit on those internet forums I was I was I was Sonic fan 69 that was me and my my little my little character image was was a, a Sonic the Hedgehog smoking a weed and it said hashtag 420 at the bottom uh that was me so if you saw anything like that that hurt you, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. Also, I'm sorry for all those times I've razzled you on Twitter. My at handle is at Miles Tales Prower. And my my name that I go by on the on the thing changes pretty regularly. If I'm feeling something fun or I'm playing on like a pop cultural reference, or like one time I had like parentheses around my name on all the sides, because like that's an alt-right symbol for like being a Jew. Um and I thought it'd be funny if I did it and I co-opted it and it was actually like weird and insensitive because I have I have a zero percentage of of uh, Jewish blood inside of me. Um except that one time that I was a vampire in Williamsburg, that was, um, okay, so you can see, I've lived in New York for two weeks as of the recording of this, I've already become one of those huge New York douchebags that just casually mentions neighborhoods, yeah, it's, you know, if you're in Greenwich, and you really want to get to, like, Blue Itch, uh, you gotta take the 405, everybody knows that, 
that um, it's super, it's annoyed me my entire life and now I've become the one thing I sought to destroy and I'm actually having a little bit of a personal crisis about it. Um, I always thought it would be funny because I'm from St. Louis if I made a movie or a television show where characters talked about the neighborhoods of St. Louis with the same like vapid fluidity that like Broad City would discuss New York City and how obnoxious I found that in every New York or LA set thing anywhere and now I am that and seppuku seems like a valid option really seems like I should reconsider seppuku anyway time for letters This first letter comes to us from Thomas in Philadelphia. Thank you, Thomas. It says, When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable right that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing. You know what? This might be the Declaration of Independence. Hold on, hold on. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such as Umkar. Yeah. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual. Mm-hmm. He has obstructed the administration of justice and refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. This is the Declaration of Independence. Thomas, everyone, you you thought you'd pull the wool over TV's Kevin Lanigan's eyes? What's the plural of my name? TV's Kevin Lanigan's? TV, is it like a, like, like an attorney general sort of situation where the technical plural is attorneys general? Is it TV's Kevin's Lanigan? Let's go with that one. You thought you could pull the wool over TV's Kevin's Lanigan eyes? Whew, that felt bad coming out. I, Thomas, never call here again. Vern Tooley, hail and well met. Welcome to the Stone Zone. Stone Zone. Cool, I like it. Right, um, the thing is, yes, she was in an Oscar winning movie. And yes, like it was the biggest movie of last year. Of course. But I I don't see where you're going to have any issues at all getting uh, Naomi Harris to listen to your podcast. I, they, did, did you say... I'm sorry. I, our connection's a little fuzzy. Did you say 
Naomi Harris? Yes, Naomi Harris. I don't know how how much she listens to podcasts, but like she's not doing a lot. I don't to my knowledge. I think I think this podcast is definitely going to get to Naomi Harris. Um uh now now buddy, when I welcomed you to the Stone Zone, what relationship did you draw to character actress Naomi Harris? Well, her her I mean, she was like you know, her performance was like a rock in Moonlight. She was, like, kind of the foundation of that movie. This is that podcast that you're doing about trying to get Naomi Harris to listen to it, right? Um, you're, ooh, you're real close. You're, you're so, this is, can we get Emma Stone to listen to this? Oh, you know what? I think I know what happened here. Uh, Naomi Harris is in... Uh, Moonlight, and Emma Stone is in La La Land, and I think I got those two actresses confused. You opened up the envelope I sent you where I was telling you what podcast you were going to be on, and you assumed that it was going to be Naomi Harris, but it ended up being Emma Stone. Here's a here's a question. Have you thought about emailing her? I... Did when the first episode of this podcast was released, I did um, send a link of it to Emma Stone at, and then every email service I could find. I I mm-hmm. email uh, Gmail, Yahoo, Hotmail, AOL, SBC Global, every college. Emma Stone if, at if fontbond.u. Absolutely okay. at fontbond.edu at ITT Tech. Um, okay. All of them. Phoenix University. Phoenix. Uh, I hit all of them just in case she had one. You know, like okay. Wouldn't I feel the fool if I found out that that Emma Stone was currently enrolled in, like, online classes at the University of Baltimore, and I didn't try Emma Stone at universityofbaltimore.edu? Yeah, uh, this is very dire, though. This is very important. When you emailed all these email addresses, did you have the first one in the CC line and then all the other email addresses in the BCC line? Because... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I sent out 100,000 individual emails. Okay, because... And I didn't even copy-paste. They were they were completely unique emails because I didn't want one Emma Stone account to find out that I just sent the same sort of form email to everyone like that that's bad form that would look bad on me and look bad on the stone zone so mm-hmm. i i crafted um a hundred thousand unique emails okay i was just worried because there's this uh movie that came out last year uh moonlight where yeah Emma naomi Stone's, harris is in it where naomi harris's character is trying to get a live one woman show off the ground and she emails everybody about the one woman show but she includes everyone and the cc line and no one comes through a show because that's bad email etiquette i i gotta tell you Vern, i haven't seen either moonlight or la la land does that fucking happen? These these people that she emailed was just like, no, no, no. Uh, night of entertainment for very cheap? No, no, no. You you learn Hotmail before you, you put on a one-woman show. That does explain that song I heard that was making the rounds called, like, Damn It, I Forgot the Attachment. I think La La Land was named, like, after Emma Stone's headspace of where she was when she was sending that email. You know what I mean? La La Land were... Yeah, where dogs walk people, you know what I mean? The movie was almost called The Clouds, or Up Her Ass, 
after after all the places where her head had been. So it's 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 a relief to me that you sent out s- several several different emails. Uh, what was what was in the body of the emails? I'll, I'll walk you through one. Let me let me pull up one real fast. Um, so take for instance this one that I sent uh to the University of Nebraska Omaha. So it's uh, Emma Stone at University of Nebraska Omaha. I know for for a fact that no Emma Stone has ever attended this university because it did indeed get pinged back to me. But um, so we go and it um, so it's Emma Stone at University of Nebraska Omaha.edu. And then it says, to whom it may concern, which right off the top, I kind of fucked that up because I know specifically who I'm trying to talk to, yet mm. I still said to whom it may concern. Like that was, that was an error on my part real early. Um, kind of reads like a kind of reads like a bill too. Yeah, it's not good. It feels like I was like following up on a resume I left at a jack in the box. Like it was my, it's not good. So yeah, to whom it may concern, and then I put a little asterisk, and it directs you to the bottom of the email where it says Emma Stone. So again, I don't oh. know why I didn't just condense that down and say dear Emma Stone, but you know, we we live, we learn. I this was this was only my thousandth email of this chain. I was it was still mm-hmm. really a learning process. So, yeah, to whom it may concern. And then, it, oh, boy, a rookie mistake up top. First paragraph. Webster's Dictionary defines Emma Stone as... And then nothing I, because and then she's nothing. Not the she's not in the dictionary. Yeah, so I bungled that. Oh. It's sort of it's a it's a it's a bracket, and then it says definition needed, and then a closed bracket. I've 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 in my time, I've sent a lot of emails. I've definitely sent better emails than this one. Yeah, and you're kind of in a predicament too because you still have the uh, the keyboard that's broken backspace key, right? Yeah, there was no going back once I commit yeah. to writing something. Um, and oh, you know, keyboards are so expensive. I can't afford to get another one. And when I sent when I sent my editor the manuscript for my first novel, can we get Emma Stone to read this? He was like, can I, hey, can we? I, I like the book. I like where you're going with it. Kind of weird, but let's see where you're going with it. Can you like change these things? Can you edit this? Can you mix this around? And I I said no. That was a going to be a pretty lucrative book deal. Like yeah yeah, yeah. Simon like, and I, Schuster. They were paying me a lot of money. But then I said all that stuff about how pedophilia is good. And they were like, you know what? We don't really need this guy's book. Yeah. Ooh. Sounds like you could have called that book La La Land because that was kind of like the headspace you were in when you made all those pedophilia remarks. It was almost called up my ass. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I was writing it. I because I live in New York now. I was writing it in a in a different town. Um, it was sort of founded by um people from Yemen. It was called Yiannopolis. And um, mm. it kind of puts you in a weird, in a weird headspace. And you know, I wasn't, Ugh. I wasn't in a good place at the time. It was kind of based on my low opinion of myself. Yeah. Well, I it mean, was, it was really my low Yiannopoulos. So you, you drop down, and you had the, uh, the asterisk. Where, where did you, where did we go from there? The, the soul of an email is a well-crafted body. Um, mm. I did not, I did not include a subject line on this particular email. Um, mm-hmm. sort of as like. Because that's enticing, right? Like you get an email without a subject line giving you like any indication of what it's about. And you're like, ooh, what's this going to be? This could be anything. I got to open up this box of mystery. Oh, so it's like 
You kind of sent her, you sent her like an email loot crate. Exactly. It was like, let me pay. And I made her pay $30 a month to receive these emails. Uh, but gotcha. if she used the promo code STONEZONE, she would get uh, 20 bucks off of her first month. We, we pulled two kind of boners in the beginning, um, but I think you kind of definitely rebounded. Yeah, hit me, hit me with the rest of this uh, email. So, uh, you know, we got to be, we got to be built on a, on a good body, uh, like both Emma Stone and I have. We, you know, Webster's Dictionary defines Emma Stone as, and then a definition needed. And then we move on to the body. And um, it sort of what I what I did here, just as like a as a as a sample, um, is that I used um, my three years of uh, high school French, and I and I composed the entire email in high school French. So it was like, uh, bonjour. Um, where uh, where is Je m'appelle Kevin. Um, and I don't, I can't speak French. I can only write it. So it was like, where is the bathroom? Do you like play the radio? Cheese. We. Oui. Um, it it kind of went on like that. Um, it was written in French, but I just don't know how to speak it. Uh, so I just I I adopted the accent there to give you an idea of what I was going for. But okay, I got okay. I got I got to the end of that particular paragraph and I said, you know what? What if Emma Stone can't read French? Like I know she's well traveled. I know she's like a, one of the liberal elite, so there's a chance. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to take that chance of her of her getting to the the second paragraph of my email and bailing out because she's like, well, I simply don't speak French. So I highlighted it all and I dropped it into Google Translate and I flipped it over to Anglaise, uh, English. And, um, oh, okay. And then I, I just copied what Google Translate gave me and plopped it into the email body following the French paragraph. So there's the French paragraph, and then there's the translated paragraph of the same French. Did you? Okay, so and it says to... so it says like hello, Maya Pell, Kevin. Um, you know, are you the bathroom? I am a ham sandwich, like those kind of things. So it's kind of it's it's a little kooky, it's a little weird, but so am I. Uh, it kind of yeah, it, and it gave her the idea right up front of like what she's getting into with this email with this Kevin guy. Uh, that's what I was yeah, that's what I was really going for. She knows it's going to be non traditional. What you did there is is really nice. My only concern is I, I mean I gotta admit like whenever you said ham sandwich. It almost felt like a pair of like vapor hands came and like started, you know, like scratching my chin and like trying to lift me off the seat. And I'm wondering if maybe she got your email and saw like ham sandwich and is eating somewhere now because she <sighs> made her hungry. That's why she hasn't responded because she's because she took a lunch because I, I the beautiful flowery language really helped that that ham sandwich Whoa. lift off of the screen and into her synapses where she was like, you know what I need lunch well and french is such a romantic language you know so i i think that you really kind of made that ham sandwich seem pretty irresistible to her the problem with this email is that it's too good i don't know i think that university of nebraska one you sent i think that's a good one like there's a solid I one think, well you said you got the message und- undeliverable maybe that is her email address but it's undeliverable because whoever runs university of nebraska's email saw your email first and they thought mm, ham sandwich sounded pretty good good and they went and got dinner and they didn't deliver your email what if we kind of just kind of collabed you know you and i like 
we worked on things together before. Totally, totally. I think it's time for those one of those legendary uh, Kevern collabs, you know, with collabs spelled with a K. Let me get up my, my email um, application. Uh, now, you're on dial-up, so it's going to take a little bit for that. It's going to it's gonna take a minute, and I hope the, the listening audience cannot hear the, the horrible sound of my modem uh, connecting to the internet while I, while I boot off everyone trying to use their phones right now. But, you know, I got important business to do. Daddy's on the phone. Who are we, we going to try here? So I'm t- Emma Stone at... Okay. I've gotten that far. Subject line. Are we going with one on this one? Or are we, are we keeping no, the I think No, I think the loot crate idea was a good idea. So okay. we, won't do, uh, we won't do any subject line. Go through and click in the subject line and hit the space bar a bunch. Because I think if you leave the subject blank, it'll show up as no subject. And we don't want that. Yeah, they, we just want her to see like just a, a blank just space. A, so avoid it like, a, like a Lovecraft story. Um, the the lack of information is the most enticing. And hey, nothing man, with, can be as good as her imagination will conjure. Like the with the emails go, you know, it's about it's about the keystrokes that you don't hit, and that's a reference to like Moonlight because uh, her boyfriend the jazz. is really big into jazz. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I am at the compose email section. How would you? How would you? How would we like to hit this off? I think people people like knowing that you're a fan of them. Yeah. And it always you know always kind of like tickles my senses when someone's like, hey, I I like this that you did. So. Think about this. Start out the email. Type out aloha. Oh, God. So good already. Uh, but, could, okay. It could cause but, a problem at, at first because that means both hello and goodbye. So why don't so we specify a, and be like parentheses, hello, close parentheses, comma, enter, enter. Okay, yeah. That that works out. So that aloha, out. hello. And then we are, we are on to the first body paragraph here. I think... Honestly, if we wanted to, we could probably just go ahead and send that, and that would be enough. But let's 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 really let's really let us uh, let, let it simmer here. Take it above and beyond, like she like she did with her film career, you know. Absolutely. Hey, uh, do we wanna do we wanna really let her soak? Because that's so good. Like, and when you have a good laugh line in a movie, like in Wayne's World, when they say like "cream of some young guy" when they're ordering Chinese food, like they leave an, a very noticeable pause in the movie for you to laugh. So why don't mm. we do like? I don't know, I'll do like seven enters so that she can really bask in that. Okay, so here's what you do. Go ahead and then send that email and then just send a new one. Okay, and okay, let the okay. space between her opening the first email and the second email be the space for laughter. Do I want to sign this at all? You know, you know what? My email handle is, um, my name is part of it, so she'll know who sent it. So I'm just going to go ahead and hit send. Okay. And that, that email is sent. So we're we're halfway there. And I just so got go, the confirmation that that email is indeed sent. And that was that was the, uh, the, the server, the guy at uh, University of Nebraska, he's still eating. So he didn't he didn't try to stop that one going through. So go ahead and start the second email. Gotcha. Because the way emails work is she's going to get that that first one you sent. She's going to get that one underneath this new email in her inbox. Yeah. So I would put in the subject line. I would put the five spaces, but then in parentheses I'd put like read this one second. Read this one second. Okay. Because. She's in the movies, and because you already left on that laugh line, I would start out the body with this one of like a previously on kind of thing. Last like a, like, time on your email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last time on your email, uh, I said hi. This is Kevin. So you need like a, a good, just a good like punch up for that that aloha joke. But I don't know. Last time on your email, I said aloha, and I wanted to talk to you again before 
we said aloha. Because it means hello and goodbye. Oh, gotcha. So make sure in the second one you put in parentheses, like, goodbye. So she yeah. knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she's smart, but, like, we all don't understand things sometimes. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's... What, so Emma Stone's got big brain, and sometimes if those, like, you know, like, Albert Einstein would go to school without his pants on, you know? Because he's right, too busy he, thinking about the nuclear bomb. Yeah, he's too busy on other things and can't remember, like, the, the normal things, like, his address. And Emma Stone is famous for forgetting her address, and she'll show up at, like, the, the P.F. Chang's in her area and be like, I'm home! And they'll be like, no, yeah, and Emma, like, this is P.F. Chang's. <laughs> and, like, we should call this P.F. Chang's La La Land, because that's like, the headspace Emma Stone is in. Oh, we should call that P.F. Chang's up her ass, am I right? She knows your, which aloha you're meaning. Where where, where should we go with this? You, we just want to make sure that she hears this podcast, but you also, like, that... You also don't want to let her think that you're Jim Carrey or trying to be Jim Carrey. So I gotta say, I am not Bruce Almighty. Uh, Yeah, this is not Bruce Almighty. I am not Bruce Almighty. I am not your cable guy. Yeah, okay, okay. So she knows, because that was, like, kind of creepy when Jim Carrey did that, you know? Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to do the least creepy version of that possible. Oh, yeah, and and I think right now, like, you're you're at a level zero creep factor. We're at a really safe space right now. And I am no... Liar, liar. Oh, good. She knows that you're coming from a place of honesty. That's right. And because that's, that's important when, when you're, ta- you know, when you meet a young woman like Emma Stone, she's been hurt so many times over the years just by men in general that you want to make sure that she knows that you are not a liar, liar. Yeah, she got killed in Spider-Man too. So, I mean. Yeah, she got hurt by a man in that. Uh, the Dane DeHaan man with the weird face. So you're, you want her just to listen and, and you, and you've got the, you've got the PayPal link. Let me, let me include the artwork for my podcast real fast um just as an attachment so that we don't forget about it later yes yes let's yeah go ahead and and she'll see the picture of her and she'll be like well hey that's that's me she'll she'll recognize and it'll it'll be like the uh like the youtube uh thumbnails like you got to make sure to put a face and it's her face what face yeah, would she be more excited to see than her own? Exactly. Yeah, she'll be she'll be excited. She'll be she'll think one of my fans has sent me a mirror. And I know I was in I know I was in Super Bad, but that is super good. See, and that's another reference to her film career that's going to make her really happy. Yeah. I think this email is definitely going to a good place. Like I think it's in a good place, and I think it's going to a good place. And that good place is her email inbox. We have Aloha. And we have uh, Super Bad, and we have uh, the other references. Do we just want to just kind of copy and paste her IMDb filmography? That she knows that we're familiar with her, her other work too. Um, mm-hmm. So here we have her mini biography, and I'm just going to go ahead and copy that, and then we're going to go back over to the oh, Gmail has that bit of a PowerPoint presentation that she did for her kid or her parents. That's right. Um, so here we are. So, uh, so far the email reads last time on your email, I said, aloha, hello. And I wanted to talk to you again before we said aloha, goodbye. I am not Bruce almighty. I am not your cable guy. I am no liar, liar. Emma Stone was born on November 6, 1988 in Scottsdale, Arizona, USA as Emily Jean Stone. She is an actress known for the help 2001 Birdman or parentheses, the unexpected virtue of ignorance parentheses, 2014 and La La Land 2016. 
Okay, I think I think this, this. So she knows that I know who she is. And much like La La Land, this email is singing. And just like La La Land, I think this is where you put just those like you hit enter like seven times because like La La Land forgot it was a musical halfway through the movie. <laughs> It's like, uh, hey, buddy, uh, you're making a musical. There's this whole, this whole center point doesn't have any songs in it. Did you forget you're making a musical? You forgot to put the songs in, you goof. I think there's just a lot of MP3s left on the editor's desktop. And when that movie got shipped out to critics, he was like, no, I forgot to put the songs in. Oh, songs, oh no. An email from TV's Kevin Lanigan to Emma Stone at universityofnebraska.edu Dated the 16th of May, 2017 Subject, five blank spaces Body, Aloha Parentheses, hello Closed parentheses, comma, several enters End of email Another email from TV's Kevin Lanigan to Emma Stone at universityofnebraska.edu Dated Tuesday, the 16th of May, 2017 Just 13 minutes later Subject Parentheses Read this one second Close parentheses Body Last time on your email, I said Aloha, hello And I wanted to talk to you again before we said aloha, goodbye I am not Bruce Almighty. I am not your cable guy. I am no liar liar. Emma Stone was born on November 6, 1988 in Scottsdale, Arizona, USA as Emily Jean Stone. She is an actress known for The Help, 2011, Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, 2014, and La La Land, 2016. Several enters. Hey, you need to listen to this. You know that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. No, you're not in the desert. That dryness is my sense of humor. So we come again to the end of another adventure. Once more into the breach, my friends. Wait, that doesn't work. Once more out of the breach, my friends. Let us leave the breach. I don't like the breach. Wasn't very good. It was a pretty good 2006 spy thriller starring Chris Cooper and Dennis Haysbert and another guy who eludes me at present. My guest this week was Vern Tooley. You can find him on Twitter at Varnyo and you can check out his YouTube channel of the same name. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Can We Get Emma Stone to listen to this. The Stone Zone would not be the same without you. If you want to find me on social media, you can follow me at TV's Kevin Lanigan on the big major sites. You can check out my other podcast, The Puffin Publishing Podcast, for more dumb garbage. You can find my web series, Doomed to You, on YouTube. And um, please, if you enjoyed this show, spread it around to anyone that you think could possibly enjoy this weird nonsense 
where I talk in the same voice for very long periods of time and go on to iTunes. If I can ask one personal favor of you, it would be bring me Emma Stone. If I can ask you for a second one, it would be to go on to iTunes and to rate and review the show. It's a big boon for the show when you do that. It's how we move up in the metrics. And how the fuck is Emma Stone supposed to find us if you don't review this show? You can help my campaign very directly by just leaving a simple iTunes review. Don't worry, folks. I'm not giving up hope. Just because Emma Stone has not yet listened to this podcast does not mean she will not. Does not mean that my fight is over. It only means that my fight will continue. That is my pledge to you, the listener, who's sticking with me this epic journey to bring my ring to Mount Doom. Again, it's not It's not a marriage thing. It's not a weird marriage thing. It's not a weird make out with Emma Stone thing. It's very seriously, I just want to see if I could do it. There's no larger rationale to it than that. I like her. I think it'd be cool to talk to her. But again, I just need her to listen to it. I don't actually need like a back and forth interaction. But we will be back the same time next week with another update in this epic quest to get Emma Stone to listen to this. And we will end this episode as we end every episode in a way I don't remember. This has been a Talkback Podcast.